It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. Tuesday, February 20th, marked the heartbreaking conclusion to a five-day search for a missing little girl. The body of 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham was found in the Trinity River, roughly 10 miles away from her home in Livingston, Texas. Audrey was reported missing when she didn't come home from school on Thursday, February 15th, but she had never even made it to the bus stop in the morning. 42-year-old Dawn Stephen McDougall a family friend of the Cunninghams who lived on their property was supposed to drop Audrey off at the bus that morning. Authorities had named McDougall as a person of interest in the case. He has now been charged with capital murder. McDougall has a lengthy criminal record that dates back to the early 2000s and was twice convicted on child enticement charges in 2008. Jonathan Hunt is a Fox News correspondent based in Los Angeles who has been following this story closely. He joins me now with the latest updates on the case. Awful news uh, coming on Tuesday afternoon from down in Texas, just 24 hours after Sheriff uh, Byron Lyons had said he hoped to find Audrey Cunningham, the 11-year-old missing girl, alive. Uh, He was tasked with that terrible news of saying that, in fact, They had found a body a few miles from her home uh, along the Trinity River and that that body had indeed been identified as 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham. A terrible end uh, to a story that we had been following for several days. She obviously disappeared on Thursday, February 15th, and five days later we got that awful news that uh, she had in fact Uh, being killed, her body found along a river just a few miles from her home, Emily. Mm. And how were authorities able to locate the body of little Audrey? Well, uh, as I said, she disappeared on the morning of February 15th. Then uh, two days later, last Saturday, they found a backpack that they were pretty certain belonged to her. It was a red Hello Kitty uh, backpack that was just found uh, along the shore of a lake. It's, uh, it's called Lake Livingston. It's actually a, a reservoir uh, near her home. Now that uh, feeds into the Trinity River. So they obviously had an idea that if her body was in that river, then they would look they would look uh, further downstream and uh, it was at the intersection of that river and what is state route uh, fifty nine I believe uh, that a couple of days later they found the body. so they obviously they they went from the point at which she was last seen, her home uh, in uh, the small town of Lake Livingston, then, uh, the discovery of the backpack, and then downriver from there, uh, the awful discovery of Audrey's body. Ugh, and it's my understanding that the sheriff said a combination of cell phone data tracking, surveillance video, and then information from McDougal, 
himself, which is the suspect that has been arrested, who is allegedly or was reportedly a family friend of the Cunninghams, was living on their property in a camper out back, who has a relevant criminal history as well that he himself provided information that contributed to locating her body. What what can you tell us specifically about McDougal's criminal past? Yeah. His, uh, his, the information he was giving investigators was incomplete, according to those investigators themselves and the sheriff. They said that he had admitted being with Audrey Cunningham on the morning that she left her home to go to the school bus stop. In fact, he admitted that he was the one who was supposed to take her to that bus stop. It was something that he apparently did uh, fairly regularly when her father, Audrey's father, with whom she lived, uh, was at work. So he admitted to police, yes, I was taking her to the bus stop. But then his information uh, apparently became very uh, limited in what he wanted to tell them. He told them a couple of places he'd been, but at no point did he admit uh, that at those places Places beyond the bus stop, he was with Audrey. But police did track him uh, via uh, various cameras, via cell phone data, um, and uh, showed that he was in places that they considered um, critical to the investigation. Now, he has now, in fact, you, you mentioned he was arrested. He was arrested on Friday uh, last week and held on unrelated assault charges. He has now, though, been formally charged with murder for Audrey Cunningham's uh, death. And police in the arrest warrant, which I, I have in front of me right now, Emily, say that... Uh, they went through, they were able to, to de determine through cell phone data, video footage, and other forensic evidence, quote, McDougal lied about his whereabouts and activities on the day of February 15, 2024. Now, you mentioned as well, Emily, his criminal record. Uh, it is indeed very long. I think we have been showing on the Fox News Channel uh, various mugshots, and I, if, if my count is correct, 10 different mugshots would which would indicate 10 separate arrests obviously we know they go back to at least 2006 uh, when he was charged with possession of a controlled substance and theft that was in Harris County 2007 enticing a minor with intent out of Brazoria County now uh, under Texas law despite being charged with that kind of offense you do not have to register as a sex offender so for anybody wondering why he was not registered that is why uh, that is under Texas law but you're right as well he was uh, or is described by police as a friend of Audrey Cunningham's father and he did indeed live in what they described as a camper van which was parked on the property behind the home in which Audrey lived with her dad just a terrible set of circumstances Emily we're going to take a quick break more from our guest after this Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, it's so hard for us as, as listeners, Jonathan, to hear that without that registration as a sex offender, despite such, you would think, a damning and an 
frankly, a, a illustrative charge of child enticement with intent, the family, the parents have maintained they were unaware of McDougal's criminal history. And I think about the Joan D'Alessandro case out of New Jersey, um, which is in part what led to sex offender registrations having to be communicated to communities. It was so that people knew if neighbors had that registry, that registration in, in the neighborhood, that they would know and they could keep their kids away. And here you sort of can't help but think the system that's been put in place to help protect children has potentially has either loopholes or failures before you even get to the communication part because I, it just is so disturbing to think that a, a criminal history with that length but that specificity having to do with child enticement wouldn't lead to some type of registration so other children can be protected. It's just yeah, heartbreaking. You would, you would absolutely think that. Um, the, the sheriff said that this was just something in uh, t t t peculiar to Texas. I don't know if that is the uh, I you know, simply don't know if that is the only state in the country, but at that particular charge, uh, enticing a minor with intent does not lead uh, in Texas and under Texas law to having to register. So um, who knows what we don't, when we don't know at this point, Emily, uh, how much the father in particular knew about uh, Don Stephen McDougall's criminal past. Uh, perhaps it was all kept under wraps. The mother uh, did says she did not know uh, that Don Stephen McDougal ever looked after Audrey, as, as police have said uh, that he did. She, uh, obviously, the mother and father not living together. Audrey lived with her father and grandparents at this particular uh, property. Uh, you know, another thing uh, to point out Emily, um, you, we've seen a lot of photos of Don Stephen McDougall. Uh, he is um, an interesting man. Uh, he is covered in tattoos from his uh, from pictures we've seen from his stomach up to his neck. Uh, on his left shoulder, I believe it is, is a very large swastika. So I guess people will. Uh, draw their own conclusions as to whether they personally would have somebody uh, sporting a swastika tattoo uh, babysit their child. But clearly um, there will be discussion about how the law, the, uh, the sex offender registration laws in Texas, let down Audrey Cunningham and perhaps um, whether her parents' choice of childcare also let down Audrey Cunningham. Mm. And, and let's talk about how the community is is reacting. You know, how is she being remembered? How are are her the school and and her, the community impacted by Audrey's? Yeah, it's a, obviously a terrible shock for everybody in that community uh, to find out that an alleged child killer was living among them, and for everybody at. Uh, um, at uh, Audrey's school now to deal with all her friends and obviously uh, her family to have to deal with all of this. I can tell you that uh, Thursday evening there will be a vigil uh, for Audrey held uh, in her memory. Obviously that's going to be a very emotional uh, event indeed uh, and as, as we understand it at this point you know a lot of her school friends 
a lot of people who knew her and loved her will be there uh, to pay tribute to the 11 year old her mother uh, in there have not been many public comments from uh, the parents at all but her mother in one interview she gave I believe it was on Saturday perhaps Sunday certainly over the weekend um, said that she is loved it's very unlike her to uh, just disappear like this um, she is loved she's surrounded by people who love her and obviously all of those uh, to whom the mother was referring will want to be at that vigil to pay tribute to the 11 year old little girl mm. it's my understanding one of the neighbors said you know she used to see Audrey walk about a mile to the bus every day and called her a ray of sunshine she said I always saw her little smile waving and seeing her with the dog it's just heartbreaking it's just heartbreaking what's next for the case what do we have to look forward to as this case itself progresses legally well, we now have the arrest warrant, as I mentioned. Uh, we, we await now um, McDougal's first appearance in court, um, and then uh, we will move towards a trial. The, the uh, investigators here, uh, the sheriff's office, appear to believe that they have a mountain of evidence against McDougal. They know that he left the home uh, with her on the morning around 6.45 a.m. Thursday, February 15th. Uh, As you say, they've tracked his movements. And one other point um, I should bring up from the arrest warrant, Emily, and it's a very disturbing one. I just want to quote you here, uh, paragraph six, which says, and this is a quote, Upon recovery of the child victim's body, law enforcement discovered a large rock tied to the child victim's body. The rope used was consistent with rope that was observed in McDougal's vehicle on a traffic stop two days prior. So they are saying that uh, uh, their allegation, of course, is that McDougal uh, killed, murdered, Uh, Audrey Cunningham, that he then tied a large rock to her body uh, before presumably dumping that body in the river. And they say that they found the same rope in his vehicle on a traffic stop uh, two days prior to that. Um, So they believe they have uh, the evidence here. And I should point out, Emily, that the district attorney has said that if the evidence supports it, they will seek the death penalty against Stephen McDougal. Oh, that's right. Capital murder there in Texas. And um, we will be sure to have you back, of course, Jonathan, as this just heartbreaking case continues to develop throughout the criminal justice system. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Emily. To hear more stories like this, you can listen to our past episodes on the Fox True Crime Podcast. Go to foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts to listen and subscribe. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. If you have a story or topic you want to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at truecrimepodcast at fox.com. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.